0: Imagine Earth is a revolutionary company which has introduced reverse vending machines into South Africa. We're going to get into what exactly a reverse vending machine is, but basically this incredible concept allows us as South Africans to get money back when we recycle. The world generates at least 3.5 million tons of plastic and other solid waste a day. 10 times the amount it did a century ago. Luckily, there are a growing number of people and businesses who are moving to a zero waste movement. And this new app, this new concept, these new reverse vending machines are making it easier for South Africans to recycle by paying us as well. Joshua Nuttall has joined the Good Things Jackpot today to chat about this incredible initiative, which we were only told about a couple of uh, days ago, but we published the story on Good Things Guy and the uptake and engagement has been so remarkable that we've decided to get Joshua on the show today to tell us a little bit more about it. Joshua, welcome to the Good Things Jackpot. Brent, thanks so much for the time and thanks for the opportunity to share a bit more about Imagined Earth. Listen, here's the reality. We spoke about this. I've got a show on Clubhouse that I do uh, sometimes in the mornings. It's also a new app, these new fandangled social media things that are coming our way. But um, this was something that caught my attention when we spoke about it, when I put it up onto the website, it got such a huge amount of engagement because it's so future forward and amazing thinking about, re- first and foremost, recycling looking after our environment, but also getting money back. Times are tough. People are battling. To know that you can take your waste and physically get cash back for it is a huge, huge thing in this economy. Can you tell us a little bit more about Imagined Earth and exactly what a reverse vending machine is?
1: Yeah, perfect. And I think those are two great questions to sort of kick off the conversation. So first of all, before maybe jumping into that, is just mentioning that waste has a tangible value. And I think that that's something that the waste entrepreneurs, which I'm sure we might touch on in this conversation, have discovered. And they've sort of been at the forefront and definitely from a South African perspective, about driving that going forward and uh, creating jobs out of that. So essentially, maybe let's just zoom into Imagined Earth. So Imagined Earth is a green tech data and recycling business and it's made possible by reverse vending machines it was founded in 2015 um, and it's been around the block and it has a number of great partners, the likes of Pick and Pay, Woolworths, Shell, Liberty Two Degrees and some other partners that we are excited to announce in the coming months and things like that. And essentially where this whole thing started was that it was around a problem, is how do we use technology to more effectively recover waste in different s- situations? And also how do we make it more convenient for consumers? And so Imagine Earth partnered and is the distribution partner for Africa for two companies, so a company called Incomptomera, and then a company, Tomra. And who these companies are is they are two of the world's leading providers of reverse vending solutions globally. And so back in 2015, the business engaged with them and then went about bringing these machines to South Africa. And Brent, you've already touched on is, uh, it's a great concept, is reverse vending. And reverse vending, in simple terms, is intelligent packaging recovery. And if you think about a traditional vending machine, which the listeners may know in terms of you go up to a vending machine at a store and you put in some money and you get out something. So for this example, we'll use a Coca-Cola. What reverse vending does is reverse vending allows you to put an object, a recyclable pack, a recyclable object into the vending machine and get money back for that object that you've placed inside of the vending machine. And so that's the technology that we use to make it all happen. And then what we've done subsequently is we've built out a mobile app. And inside the mobile app, we've given you a Digital wallet, where you can actually see that rand value that is returned to you as a user for your recycling behaviour and your recyclables that you've put into the machine.
0: Okay, so the first question I have immediately when you mention a uh, reverse vending machine, and a vending machine. When I think of the um, standard vending machines that I've known all my life, I mean I had one at school uh, that I used to walk past it was the worst. Whenever I had science. I had to walk past the vending machine and I'd always get myself a Coca-Cola, which is, you know, not so much great for the sugar or the, the hips, but um, we all know what a vending machine is. The capacity of a vending machine is the question that I want to allude to now. So you've got these reverse vending machines that is collecting all sorts of different recyclable goods. So like glass, cans, I'm sure we'll get into what these machines can take back. But what is the capacity? How often do they need to be attended to? Like, is it quite big? Is the vending machine bigger than a normal vending machine?
1: Yeah, so it's, that's a great question. And I think to, to answer that, you sort of need to answer it in two ways. So, firstly, it's a, we've got what we call a standard vending machine. Um, that's sort of a standalone unit that we would put down. So, examples of those we've got the VNA Waterfront, we've got a pick and pay, um, and various woods around the country and those are the sort of different models that we can place at those those stores or those locations and those units are uh, single standing and what i mean by that is those are then independently serviced by our waste management partners so a reverse vending machine has an intelligence on the back of it, and it's actually got a full-on digital management system. So we have the ability to know how many units have actually gone through that vending machine, when it's about to be, when the bin is about to be full, has there been too much glass that's been recycled, and all of those types of very granular things that we can now manage thanks to technology. So to answer the question of uh, how many units a vending machine can take, so that's dependent on the type of model that's in the market. So let's take the H30, which is one of our common uh, models in the market that can take up to roughly 600 units per machine before it needs to be emptied. And then there's a process which is engaged. in, like I said, we obviously get an alert that the machine is full and then our waste management partner, whoever it is in the different locations at the moment, would uh, then go out, empty that machine. And then once that machine has been emptied then it's put back into into operation. Then the second element is something that we've done with Sancton City, the first of its kind in South Africa, which is actually what we refer to as a recycling station. And inside of that, we custom work with uh, Liberty 2 Degrees inside of the Sancton City shopping center to fit a custom station build inside of that environment for them. And so those units, or those reverse vending machines rather, can take a vastly greater number of units. And we've got a custom back-end system that can help manage that Um, but that's sort of two examples of how and what is uh, what happens in terms of the recovering of the units inside of those reverse vending machines
0: absolutely incredible and i mean that for me is
1: fascinating because it's the back end that interests
0: me as well what sorts of things can i recycle if i've now downloaded the app i've sort of separated my trash throughout the week what sorts of things could i bring to my nearest what you call your RVM?
1: Yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's like we mentioned in, a, in an earlier discussion. We had a discussion around the education, around what is recyclable and what's not recyclable, and, and that's sort of thinking. And so currently we've got a, a product database, which is the back end system, the actual intelligence of these RVMs. And that product database consists of 15,000 different products that have a unique barcode on them. So that's how the reverse vending technology works, works on barcode recognition and so then how that works is we have items that are accepted inside of the rvms and an rvm for those who haven't seen one you can head over to our instagram or or website to go and see what an rvm actually looks like but you've essentially got what we call an in feed and that is the hole or the receptacle that you place the recyclable item through so the first or criteria essentially of what can be recycled is that needs to fit inside of that that hole. So we generally say it's between a 2.25 and a 2.5 litre bottle that can fit inside of that hole. We obviously are working with our partners to look at how we can provide larger scale recycling units and um, that can take bigger items than that. But essentially we can recycle anything from glass, tetrapack, aluminium, paper in certain situations that have a barcode or that our recycling partners will accept. And so those are sort of the items that we look to recover through the reverse vending machine at this stage. And like I mentioned, we're obviously working with different partners to expand the operations inside of that space.
0: This sort of leads me to my next question, which is what happens then? So I've now downloaded the app, I've scanned my different products to see what is recyclable, The app has told me where the closest RVM is. I've made my way there. I've handed over all the recycling goods into the machine. I have my money in my wallet. What happens to the waste?
1: Yeah, that's a question that we get asked a lot. And from an a waste auditing perspective, Imagined Earth works with an environmental consultant. Her role inside of our business is to basically ensure that the partners that we are working with, that the waste is being dealt with in, in an appropriate manner, that it's all audited and above board, and that it is environmentally friendly, obviously, because that's one of the big, the big drivers behind the business that we're creating as Imagined Earth. But maybe before talking about what happens to the waste itself and just to throw something different into the conversation, is saying that imagined Earth is a recycling business that doesn't make money off waste. And what I mean by that and why I've mentioned that now is because it allows me to explain what happens to the waste once it's been accepted and recycled through our reverse vending machines. So Imagine Earth partners with different waste management companies around the world, or around South Africa rather. So in Sanson City, we've partnered with Don't Waste Services, and in Cape Town, we've partnered with a business called Recycle First. And those companies would then come and empty the machine. So if we take the example of those 600 units that go through a reverse vending machine before it needs, the bin needs to be emptied, the company would... Get an alert that the machine has been filled. They would then come to the reverse vending machine, empty the bin, and take it back to their recycling plant to process that waste going forward. And that's where it forms into and supports existing supply chains inside of the recycling space. So the waste is then cleared, it's processed. Obviously we provide a high quality waste stream. And what I mean by that is the imagined earth system, because it's recovering waste in a clever way, the quality of the waste is not having to be picked. And when I mean by picked is we're not having it's not contaminated. So if your plastic bottles, there's a clean waste stream, your plastic bottles can go straight into the plastic recycling system at those recycling or waste management partners, the same for glass, etc., and then the other side of that we need to talk a bit about, Brent, is around how does the consumer or how does the recycler actually get the money back? into their mobile wallet. So obviously the one side of things which we've chatted about now is how the waste management partner clean and process the waste that is recycled through the machines. But now how does the money get back into the Imagine Earth wallet and into the user's uh, wallet per se? So that is in a relationship that we have with our waste management partner and we manage it through something called a rebate report. And around the country, there are different waste values. So different material types have different brand values that are associated with them. And so then we have an agreement with our partners where they would then pay us for that waste that they've recovered for cleaned out of the machines and then we put that money back into a users account and obviously that all happens instantaneously and those processes are run in reconciliation so that the consumer receives their money instantly as soon as they put their their coca-cola bottle into a vending machine
0: so in south africa we've got and i think you've named them you call them the waste entrepreneurs is that correct
1: yeah so between between the waste entrepreneurs and the street surfers and i think it's interesting because i think when people think about waste they don't necessarily think that they have a value or that there is a value associated to it and i think when you term a waste picker or a street surfer a waste entrepreneur then it, it just changes your mindset about how you think about the role and the, the pivotal space that they play in the recycling industry in south africa
0: And I love that. So we're going to call them waste entrepreneurs. And the thing is that here in South Africa, we have these waste entrepreneurs that are every single day, they've got their trolleys and their big bags, and they're sort of doing the recycling almost for us. And then they're getting money back from that. So the, the reason why I'm bringing this up, and it's a conversation that you and I have had offline, but I got a little pushback on social media when we posted the story with regards to taking away these waste entrepreneurs' incomes and taking away their jobs. And I answered that through two ways. The first being that there is more, and and this sounds quite ridiculous when I say it out loud, but there is more than enough waste to go around for everyone. And the example that I gave was Sean Williams and his team have in the past couple of months had hundreds of tons of waste that they've cleaned the streets of four ways that was just lying there. So the waste is already there. There's more than enough waste for everybody. But then there's another side to where perhaps my lived experience is a little bit different. So in our complex or our state, we don't allow the waste entrepreneurs in. And so the garbage disposal team come into um, the complex, they collect all the rubbish and then they leave. And so as a, complex as a community we've created a whole little you could almost call it an economy because we recycle ourselves on a tuesday we all put out our paper and then we've got a paper recycler that comes through and collects all the paper on a wednesday we put out plastic so we we've, we've started this sort of habitual change within our estate and that's sort of how i answered the question when it came to are we taking away money from waste entrepreneurs, because for me, I could definitely take my own recycling and put it into the RVM. But um, what do you have to say to that? Is it taking income away from waste entrepreneurs? I'm going to
1: try to answer this in two ways, Brent. So the first is that at a fundamental level, I think that Imagine Earth wants to change and educate people differently around the concept that we have around waste. So first and foremost, I think there's a massive education drive to show people at all levels of society, not only in your more wealthy environments, but to showcase the actual value that a Coca-Cola bottle has. And while 10 cents might not appear meaningful, it certainly does become meaningful the more 10 cents, the more Coca-Cola bottles that you recycle, and also the increased pressure that brands and businesses are going to be forced into complying with different policies and things that are coming from an environmental perspective. So... I think in answering that is the one thing is saying, imagine the earth at a fundamental wants to support the waste entrepreneurs in time. And obviously, we're still a small business. And one of our big things is that we want to make the waste entrepreneurs environment in which they operate as efficient and as friendly to them as possible. So later in May, we are going to be rolling out our first reverse vending container. And this is a 20 foot container and it's going to be going down in the Mandini area in Natal and that's going to be our first example of potentially what we could look to roll out on a far bigger scale in different locations around the country so if you take a waste waste entrepreneur's journey for example so they collect in certain neighborhoods and let's use four ways as the example and now they have to travel a vast distance to a buyback center so now if we can shorten the distance that they need to travel to a buyback center that means that they can then collect more waste and make more money off the waste that they'll be that they are collecting The second element is by digitizing the recycling side of things, Imagine Earth is also offering instant access to the money that they would receive from their recycling activities. So while I think that people might be or have a misunderstanding of the amount of waste that is available, I think your point around there's so much waste to go around and we can all use different forms of things. But in our current locations, I think we're really tailored to recycling as a convenience. So we're trying to meet people and we're trying to make recycling part of the everyday lifestyle. And longer term, we definitely were wanting to work with other partners around the country to make the waste entrepreneurs role that they play in the recycling industry far easier for them and more accessible in terms of the funds and opportunities that they can receive from utilizing a digital mobile app like the Imagined Earth one.
0: So, I mean, you guys are rolling out and you're constantly growing and there's plans for growth. You're talking about this big container. What about getting a machine in my complex? I mean, is that a possibility? How does one go about looking at doing that?
1: Yeah, so I think the the short answer is we're always open to, to to different suggestions and partnerships and things like that. And thanks to to the likes of yourself and the article that was featured on the Good Things Guy, we've had a great influx of interest inside of this uh, reverse vending space and different thinking around actually giving you money back for your waste that you're putting inside a vending machine. So I think the first first thing would be to reach out to us at Imagine Earth and see how we can go about potentially making that happen and maybe it's more of a complex thing like you mentioned in terms of you've got a community an interesting group of people or an interested group of people rather inside of your complex that you're currently living in and is that potentially something that we could look at rolling out with you the short answer is yes but I think it would need to be on a case-by-case discussion at this stage because like I said we've got quite a lot of interest at the moment and uh, looking to how we can best solve for everyone's needs at this stage as well.
0: And the uptake this far, I mean, you guys have been around for a bit now. You've got your, your machines that are, I, I mean, rattled off uh, Sandton City, Pick and Pay on Nickel, and you've got a VNA waterfront to Pick and Pay in Camps Bay. You've got a couple that are around. What has the uptake been like with communities? Have people started recycling have they have they started making a bit of money
1: it's a great question Brent and I think two things maybe so firstly is around uptake and so currently we've got just uh, we've got 23 active locations at the moment and we've got plans in the next couple of months and by the end of the year we'll be rolling out an additional 60 plus units to different locations around the country so the footprint is expanding and I think that it's definitely in demand if we just look at just for, let alone direct messages that we've received but just from the social media interactions we're there's definitely a need for it inside different places and locations around the country. The second element is how are people utilizing it? And one of the things that we've been able to prove and achieve with Imagine Earth is the concept of incentivized recycling. And what I mean by that is that we started out with just rewarding you with airtime vouchers if you returned your, your packaging waste. So As an example, currently, we've got a 10 for three campaign running where you recycle 10 units and receive three rand airtime. If you're a contract user, that then gets allocated directly into your imagined earth wallet. The second side of the incentivization is that we've been fortunate to partner with with companies like Easy Equities and the Shell V Plus Loyalty Program, where we are now giving people the ability to take money from their recycling and use it in different forms or different uh, loyalty partners. So let's take the Easy Equities example uh, case in point is where you can essentially become a shareholder on the johannesburg stock exchange for free by literally just uh, picking up some waste or getting into the habit of taking your items from home and putting them inside a reverse vending machine so just maybe in summary is yes we've seen an uptake we've also seen that as there's an, a natural sort of progression and education element that happens as soon as a machine goes down at a specific location there's almost like an interest that is that is spiked and then the users actually return and become recurring users of those machines one from a convenience perspective because they're on convenient locations and then two because obviously they're receiving money back for putting their waste or being sustainable with their behavior
0: this makes my heart happy to hear that people are recycling even though it's incentivized and even though they're getting a the cash back it it just really does make my heart happy that it's changing people's habits and getting them to see products see waste see our environment as different um you mentioned easy equities there i know all about easy equities but for some of our listeners
1: who might not know what
0: easy equities is how does that work with your wallet
1: yeah, for those who don't know about Easy Equities, I think it's uh, one of the things is that they like to say there is it's uh, it's extremely easy. So if you head over to EasyEquities. Today, um, you can find out all everything about them but essentially it's a diy investment platform that is democratizing share ownership in south africa and so we were fortunate enough to strike up a partnership with them and how it works from our mobile wallet is essentially every time you recycle and i'll use the coke bottle example again that i've used in this conversation so far is you receive 10 cents for that that coke bottle and so if you recycle a large number of coke bottles let's call it 50 Coke bottles, you will then accrue that over time and you'll have money available then that accrues inside of your mobile wallet. So if you log into the Imagine Earth app, you can then redeem your, your RAND value that you've got inside of that app. Let's call it 50 RAND. And now you can select if you want to send that money across to Easy Equities. So when you log into the app, you are prompted to link your Easy Equities account. You just fill in your account uh, number with that and your id number and then from there you can transfer your money from your Imagine earth app into your easy equities account and quite simply buy shares on the johannesburg stock exchange or internationally as well from the easy equities account
0: wow i love 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 the innovation and i love the fact that you're making it easy for people to not only earn money through recycling but easy to trade and to learn about trading and, and being on stock exchanges that's very cool if people want more information if they would like to find out where their, their nearest RBM is or more about Imagine where do they go? What do they do?
1: so yes, I think you can, to download the app, it's currently available in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Um, we've got a Huawei build underway at the moment because um, there's been an increased demand to, to get us onto the Huawei store. So that's where you can get uh, go to get our app. Um, you can head over to our website. You can also check us out on social media if you've got a direct question. But if you want to learn more, we're always eager and keen to engage with our community. So you can drop me an email. My email is joshua at imaginedearth.com. Uh, also share that with Brent so that he can include it. But that's sort of where we would like to, to start learning from everyone that's trying to engage with us. Um, and also if you've got suggestions about locations that we consider, um, we're gonna be making some updates to our website so you can more easily see where these machines are located and also learn more about the recycling in general um, and how you can get involved in making sustainable decisions going forward.
0: Joshua, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for, for what you are doing. Thank you for this innovative idea and for helping South Africans be a little bit better at recycling and also for giving us stuff back. We love to get stuff back. So, so thank you very much for all you're doing for the country.
1: Cool, Brent. And uh, that's straight back out to you. And thanks for everything that you're creating with The Good Things Guy and have created. And it's awesome that you've uh, given Imagine Earth the space to have this conversation today. And uh, thanks for the support that you're giving us.
0: To all the listeners, I want you guys to recycle. This needs to become part of your habitual family trend to recycle, to understand what sort of waste you're using. I think the biggest thing that I take out of this is education. We need to educate ourselves on the products that we're using. And then once we understand what sort of trash we're bringing in, that's when we can start making money from the products that we use. And I'm going to leave you with that. Treat the earth kindly. Wishing you guys only good things. I'm Brent Lindeke, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.